episode 126, and welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who technically went three and two this week. Uh, sorry, wait, two and three right now. Um, hopefully, we'll see what happens with the Angel game. We can go 500, but it's looking not very good right now. End of the six, they are losing. Uh, yes. That was the worst intro of all time. I'm Tyler Coe, representing the Los Angeles Dodgers, who currently sit in first place mm. and also sit at four and one on the week. Right now, we are in a zero zero stalemate with the Diamondbacks on the top of the seventh. Hopefully, we can stalemate. pull this one out, push it to five one on the week but at any rate great road trip it's been a, a a great week in dodgerland i don't know about you in suckville or wherever the hell you live in giant yeah. land in suckville has not here. been that great um we can you know what before let's let's we're going to get back into actual um format form and we're not going to talk about our teams at first tyler because we have a lot more stuff to talk about going on around the league um no he didn't do anything why are you oh, trying to he's, act like he's doing oh, something he's so out he's so sorry he's so out he's, i he's thought crashed. i thought chris taylor pulled off a a, a very nice sway move but he is way out he Anyways, is 100 out sorry sorry to interrupt he's not there, javi guy. baez okay he's not you're not martin luther trying, king you're not stop trying to make fetch happen it's not gonna happen um yeah so before i get all depressed talking about how the giants lost two in a row to the fucking a's uh let's talk about something that is embarrassing for other people um we're gonna, let's say this the spicy thing for the let's all issue who negative about the freaking orioles for like 2.5 seconds um gets fired for not saying anything crazy. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if you saw the clip, but I was waiting for the part where he said some racial slur or, uh, you know, did something. I'm still crazy waiting for the, just... the negative thing. He didn't even say anything negative. He just said the truth. What negative? I mean, he, well, he Jesus. said something ne- like, I guess, I guess the Orioles are really bad against the, the Rays. Yeah. And... That's just the fucking truth. Yeah, you can't you can't say the truth, my man. I don't know. That's 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 bad. That's bad for business. I I forget who said it, but someone said it. It was on MLB or ESPN, but they said it perfectly. If you fire him or put him on leave or whatever they ended up doing, right. you have to fire everyone on the production team because there were graphics. There were graphics right. showing every point that he was illustrating. So this wasn't just like an off the cuff thing about, you know, oh yeah, we're here at the trop. You know, it come to mind, it, we haven't done so well against the Rays here at the trop. And then just going on a, a rant about how they haven't played against the Rays well on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was all well thought out. They had a production meeting about it, obviously, if there's graphics behind it. So, I mean, dude, how soft do you have to be? You can't criticize your own team and they're doing great this year right criticize doing incredible this year well i think it's pretty obvious what happened (laughs) i mean he obviously probably used someone uh above the owner's bathroom and pissed on the toilet seat or 
he he did something else and the guy was just they were just looking for a reason to fire him um that i mean that's i feel like that's the only thing that that could have happened like there was nothing negative that was said i mean it was just negative facts like i it was like uh just explaining why they need to win this game against the Rays. like i i don't understand i don't know it's just insane. There, there has to be some ulterior motive. The guy hit on his uh, the owner's daughter, peed on the seat. Um, I don't know. Ate the last freaking donut that the owner wanted. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I mean it's just embarrassing. Like imagine if he just opened the broadcast with, you know the the Orioles come in having lost the last three games. Is that too negative? Mm. Is that worth being fired over i mean dude who's who's gonna want to take this gig like when the season's over and they're looking for a full-time broadcaster not right. fucking me right like i don't I mean i guess to... you can call me i guess i'll i guess i'll take the job but uh, imagine you know like you you lose five in a row and the orioles have been great uh the last nothing wrong here been great. don't look at anything else yeah the world series it's coming been great fucking embarrassing so embarrassing stupid. I, and i guess it would be really awkward too when it comes to like uh, they're gonna have to do something there's so much backlash going on right now I, I i can't imagine them not either i don't know if they just hope you know bury their head in the sand and hope something else blows them out of the news you know cycle or if they have to issue an apology or try to hire them back but that's just I don't even know how that conversation is going to go and how it's going to look. So I, do you just double down and fire the other guy too? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't know. If play I'm the Kevin villain, Brown, say, fuck it. Fire everybody. If I'm Kevin Brown, I'm hoping they, they call me, they want me to come back. And then I just straight lampoon them on air for one mm. game until they fire me again. And then, you know, right off into the sunset. That's what I would do, but I'm a spiteful yeah. man. Just go full half baked and just like, fuck you, fuck you, like on right. air. Right. This guy's that's, cool. Fuck that's you. That's what I would do. Mm. But that's me. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I guess the 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 obvious is uh our next topic for around the league uh, has to be fight night uh, between Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez. I'm not sure what Jose Ramirez was so upset about to get everything started. Um, but I mean, probably easily one of the best baseball fights we've seen since Jose Bautista and, and, uh, Ronan Odor. Like I, that's hundred percent. And the, the thing is, is like when I saw that, I don't know if I just saw this with, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, cause I don't really have a bias. I like, I like both players. Um, you know, I know Tim Anderson kind of has a little bit of a rep. So, but I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, Tim Anderson was winning the fight, you know, watching in, in real time. And I was like, he, he got him twice and then he just got hit with a stray shit happens. Like it is what it is. But then I watched the, the John boy breakdown and I saw that Tim Anderson missed both punches. And honestly, I don't know it, I, before they fought, it honestly seemed like Cozy Ramirez didn't want to fight. Like when Tim Anderson put his hands up to square up, it looked like he put his hands up too, but it was kind of like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you trying to fight me? That's yeah. what it looked like. I don't know from the back. I don't know if that's just this fighting stance. I don't know what's going on, but in slow motion, you know, Dave Chappelle was wrong in slow motion for Tim Anderson looked 
extremely worse than than actually what happened because it actually looked like he was kind of got a good couple hits in before he got knocked out to me yeah i mean i'm still just very curious as to why we still don't have a definitive reason as to why no i mean i i mean i know there's you know some john going back and forth and there was some talk about you know some shit talking to some rookies on on the guardians and J Ram, you know, being the vet, <clears throat> just kind of stepping up, which I think that's dope. That's dope that if that's you know he's kind of doing that, but that just that play in particular, J Ram just slides in between his legs. There's nothing. There's just nothing there. I was just very right. confused. There is, I when I saw it, I was like, oh, I wonder what happened earlier in the game, but nothing right. happened. No. So, you know, I, well, that, Jose Ramirez is the one that was mad. I don't know if he was just mad because Tim Anderson was just still standing over him, but I mean, you still well, have I to think he was mad because he's been talking shit to like some Guardians rookies, but that's not the reason why you fought him. It was because he was standing over him, or maybe it was because of the tag. Yeah, we didn't know. really get any analysis on exactly what happened there, but the best part is that it just resembled a hockey fight. Tim Anderson throwing his glove down and the umpire getting in between for one second <laughs> and realizing I want no fucking part Fuck of this no, and just letting them go. That was the right. coolest fucking thing ever because in any other baseball fight, it's just when it happens, the umpires just don't get there. But this guy was right fucking there and just said, Nope. I'm which good. is perfectly reasonable, which is the right thing to do. Right. Cause what the fuck would you do if you're the umpire? I would have done the exact same thing. Right. Like, at, no. at some point, at some point you're going to get hit with one of those straight, yeah, I'm straight, not punches catching a straight punch. Hell no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. From either of I- those guys and everyone, everyone like lampooning fucking Tim Anderson being like, Oh, he's a bitch. I don't want to catch a punch from Tim Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. You want to square? Yeah. You think anyone on Twitter would square up with Tim Anderson? Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's just a bad look for Tim Anderson all the way around because he got, he got rocked and then he gets kind of dragged off the field and then tries to come back and then gets carried off the field. Like, I mean, because Tim Anderson's oh, a pretty yeah. short guy he gets carried off the field. Like he's just like a little kid. You know, like that, I don't know, man. I, I just, I felt bad for him. It's like, damn, dude, if the White Sox would have traded him, he would have saved himself this embarrassment, you know? So blame oh, the yeah. White Sox. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the White Sox are having are having a whole litany of issues right now. Right. Dude, the whole Kenyon Middleton thing. Did you see, did you see the Lance Lynn interview? I did not. I, I so, heard about it, but I was going to watch it, but it, Explain, so, please. So, you know, Kenya Middleton makes all these accusations saying rookies are sleeping in the bullpen during games. There's right. no leadership. It's just the fucking Wild West. Right. Lance Lynn goes on an interview and says, I can't confirm what's true, but I can right. tell you what's not true. And then just proceeds to sit there in silence and doesn't say a word. And then the like the the people talk to him like, oh, okay, like, oh, I'm starting to catch on. I get it. And he's like, yeah, I can tell you what's not true. And then he just sits back and is totally silent. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty that's pretty good. So the White Sox are just 
a dumpster fire. Which is kind of crazy because I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of Lance Lynn's fault. Like, he's one of the veteran guys that's supposed to be that guy. You look at, I mean, I guess Elvis Andrews has only not been there that long, so you can't really expect him to do much. But, like, Lance Lynn's been there for a while. Like, you think that I he'd guess... be the one to be, like, start laying the law down middleton said that it became an issue when lance lynn left spring training early to pitch in the world baseball classic that's when things started i don't know bro all i know is lance lynn's been fucking balling which we'll get to so i don't give a yeah because i guess apparently trading for uh starting pitching is actually kind of a good thing um, and I guess I'll just fucking start and then you can end on your fucking high note and while you're all sad, oh, the Dodgers are better than I thought they were going to be like, shut, oh, I got Freddie Freeman and, and Mookie Betts on my team. It's so hard. Um, yeah. So the Giants, they win that one game in Arizona, like I did predict, which is tight. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, this is where my superstitious fandom comes in i knew they were gonna lose at least one to the A's because they lost two to us in a row and then oh, i forgot who they played in between but i think they they got swept by that team and i know they lost both games um uh in la so i was like okay we're gonna lose at least one there's no you don't nine times out of ten they're not gonna lose that many in a row that's why I, honestly i would rather play a team that's on a hot streak than a historic low streak. Cause I feel like, you know, you're bound to get the, uh, you're bound to hit a rebound. You know, you face a hot team. It's like, they got to cool off sometime. And, you know, so they ended up losing game one. It is what it is. Ross stripling does his thing. And then it's like, there's just no fucking run support at all. But then the second game was just <laughs> these bullpen. Like, I, and I know, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Alex Cobb pitched it, and it was just a rare bad game from him. Um, but and I guess some offense did show up, but it's like, fuck, dude. Like, you come now into um, to Anaheim, and you're losing in the middle of the seventh to, to this team right now in game three. But these bullpen games are so fucking agonizing. And I know everyone likes to keep on talking about Oh, but look at their record. Look, and I feel like a lot, like at least a quarter of the time, they're winning in spite of the fact that they that they have the, the opener doesn't is not a fucking good thing, especially when you have like seven guys pitching in it. It's a bullpen game. It's not even a fucking opener at this point because before the opener, you were still letting Mania go four or five innings. You were letting Tristan Beck go four or five innings. Now these guys are going like two innings. And I don't know, like, I, maybe it's just because you're relying on too many people to have good games versus letting one guy roll out and, and seeing what happens. This is just really stupid, and it makes no sense. It, it, it's exactly what I was going back to before about how the opener, I mean, the um, not trading someone at the, not getting a starter at the trade deadline. I can't even fucking talk. Not getting a starter at the trade deadline was so stupid and asinine. Uh, like, I don't know what you just thought these relievers' arms were just going to stay intact and not get tired. There's a reason they're fucking relievers. They can't take that much stress. I don't know. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills right now. Like, I I don't know. It's, it's just fucking insane. Um, and I guess we'll just go into my stud and dud of the week. Um, 
first I just want to say Wilmer Flores is the fucking man. I'm just going to I'm going to gloss over this really quick because I've already heard of people talk about how hot Wilmer Flores Flores is and how good he's doing and he deserves it. But right now is not a good time, but I am going to give Wilmer um some love. He's been hot for the past shit past month. He's been really hot, but I mean this last 14 and 7, I mean this last 7 games, he's almost batting 500. Uh, it's a 1.2 OPS. Like it's it's out of control. He's semi carrying this team as much as they can, but you know, he's only one man. He's only one man. There's nothing you can do. I'm going to give my dud to a trio, a side trio, a duo of two lefties who are supposed to anchor this lineup. And I get these guys are in little hot, cold seasons and it is what it is, but they've been cold for a while and they're in the middle of this fucking lineup. Um, it's going to go to Jock Peterson and Michael Conforto. Two lefty outfielders, well, slash DH types, I guess. Uh, but Jock Peterson playing the outfield, which actually isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. You know, he's definitely better from last year, but that's besides the point. They're both on the interstate hitting under 200 and a lot closer to 100, both of them, um, than they are to 200. And, I mean, both have OPSs in the threes. They're striking out. Uh, Jock Peterson's a quarter of the time, and um, Conforto's a third of the time. Like, it's... These are the guys that are supposed to anchor your lineup. These are the, these are supposed to be your fucking guys in in this time. I mean, I understand late I mean this this season when they play shitty teams, they they tend to struggle and they do really well against um against teams that are over 500 and teams that are supposed to be good. Uh but I don't know, you can't just bank on that. I I, I mean I, and, until it happens, you can't guarantee if you lose to the A's and looks like you're going to lose a series to the Angels who are 0 and 7 Actually, 0 6 going into the uh, the series against us that they lost, you know, 0 7 because they lost the first game to us. But you can't just bank on the fact of, oh, we played, you know, better teams than, um, you know, teams that are over 500. So the Rangers and the Rays, no big deal. We'll just cream them. Like, you can't just bank on that shit, especially when you're not fucking hitting and you have two and a half starting pitchers. I'm not even sure if you're naming Ross Stripling as your third guy right now. And hopefully Alex Cobb, that was just a one-off thing. I mean, I understand starters. It's, it's a whole thing. I mean, if you happen to have the shits on the, the day that you're starting, it could fuck you up, but it could be nothing. It could be fine. It could be a fluke. It is what it is. But what if he's hurt nursing something? Now you only have two starting, you know, one and a half starting pitchers and your other starter, your one that was supposed to be your, your, your anchor is nursing something, not even pitching full strength. So you have two totals. So you have two halves that you're using on two different days. I don't know. Thank God for Logan Webb. It is what it is. Right? They already dropped down. If they lose today, they dropped down to the second wild card spot by a decent margin, but still going into a hard week coming up, which we'll get into later. Um, it is not looking very good. And fuck baseball at this point. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. <clears throat> I'm at. Man, I love it. I love it so much. Suck a so dick, Tyler. Good. So good. Um, yeah, Dodgers very different. The Dodgers had a great week. Have they a go good time. In, they take three of four from San Diego, do it in fantastic fashion. I'm just gonna start with Monday's game, the last game of the series. Dodgers are down five nuh. Mm. I'm at work, I'm in my office, I'm pissed. I'm like, God damn it. Of course, we're going to split the series. Fucking Dodgers. They blew it. 
sons of bitches. Tony Gonsolin can't pitch. He fucking sucks. And what am I hoping for at the beginning of the week? Wasn't it that you were hoping for a split? I wasn't hope. I'm not hoping for a split. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. I'm always hoping. I'm hoping they're going to go 162 and 0 every year. Mm. Not well, come on, Jesus. Anyways, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Go for it. The Dodgers then proceed to score 13 unanswered runs, and uh, give the Padres a uh, you know a reason to jump off the Coronado Bridge. Just go, you know, right behind Petco, jump off the Coronado Bridge, mm. kill themselves, call it a day. Um, I do want to mention, I'm going to cut you off again. Uh, I know I apologize for it, but also fuck you. Um, I actually went to that first game and there was almost like three fights in my section. It didn't happen, which was a little disappointing, but they could have gotten the full sweep if the Padres didn't go from a historic, like fucking comeback in the ninth inning. Whatever. Anyways. Ooh, Freddie Freeman, a little ground rule dub. Anyways, bitch. And then you get Seth Lugo's salty baby bitch crying ass. Oh, the Dodgers stealing my signs. Oh. And then his manager doesn't even back him up, which is fantastic. Bob Melvin even just, yeah, if they did, it's part of the game. And then, so no one even has their, their starting pitchers back. And then on Twitter, everyone's like, he's not even a starting pitcher this is bullshit. Like whatever you're, you're happy about that. It's like, Oh my God, like little brother, relax. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Um, so yeah, I mean, really it all just, you know, the one game I went to at Petco this year was the, the Kershaw crying meme. That was the only game I went to at Petco. Um, and ever since then, it's just been a fucking disaster for the Padres and it's been great. Um, you love to see it. Then the Dodgers head to Arizona. They won last night. <clears throat> last night got a little dicey. It was 5-1 going into the ninth. And Evan Phillips, the you know, the guy we've been depending on all year, starts giving up some runs. And the way I don't know if you saw the way the game ended. Um, it basically ended on a double play because Corbin Carroll didn't run out the box. Right. Corbin Carroll thought that ball was going to go foul and Freddie Freeman, like a wide receiver kind of tiptoed along the foul line and caught it. And it was a double play. That was uh basically no contest because Corbin Carroll didn't run out of the box. So big ups to Corbin Carroll because he's the second fastest guy in the league. Definitely would have legged that out. Um, and right now the Dodgers are tied zero zero. So we're on the precipice of a pretty damn good week, which uh, is going to get me right into my studs and duds of the week. I don't know. Should I go? Should I go dud first? Let's go dud first. I'm going to go dud first. We're going to go Max Muncy. Last seven games, two for 19, seven strikeouts. Yes, he does have seven walks. That's, you know, Max Muncy's thing. But uh, we need him to hit. He has a big bat. We need him to hit. But let me get into my stud. Let me tell mm. you about my stud, Jesse. One, Frederick Freeman. Last seven games. I'm talking 12 for 29. Two dingers, six ribbies, two stolen bases. He's batting 414. An OPS almost 1,200. 
but he's been doing that for the last 30 games, Jesse. 30. 30. 3-0. The guy's batting 343 on the season right now. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. It's uh, I can't put into words what this man is doing. Well, you can actually put it into words. Let's actually call statistics, but I don't know. Maybe he makes a run at that four hundo. Maybe he <laughs> maybe he bats, he bats five hundred the rest of the way. Right, right. I you know I would be fine this... with that because that means he's probably get, he has to go cold at some point, so he's gonna get cold in the postseason. So I, I, this whole I'm... notion that there's this huge gap between him and Ronald Acuna for MVP is fucking preposterous. I don't mm-hmm. understand that at all. That race is fucking close. It's very close. So it? it's incredibly close. Fuck you. Oh, the stolen base. Oh, he has a few stolen bases. Big fucking deal. I think he has a lot of stolen bases and plays a harder position uh, in the outfield. Like uh, them first. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying that Freddie Freeman has to have for sure, like not, I won't say way better, but he has to have substantially better, um, statistics then hey, we'll see for him to win. when he when when freddie ends the season batting 360 i don't want to hear it okay i don't want to okay I, I, I will i'll give that to you if it becomes that but it's going I, to. I just don't know if it's if if it's if it's it ain't a guess it's it's what it's gonna be okay because <laughs> i mean we're looking we're looking at it right now right all right the, let's see acuna's got 5.7 war, um, 26 homers with a OPS of a one daughter, one daughter OPS, 23 home runs, 5.3 war. It seems, I mean, it's very close offensively. OPS plus, mm-hmm. I think Freddie has them. Yeah. So I, he gets them like a little. I mean, there's a lot of things that Acuna has over Freddie Freeman. And he plays right field versus hey, Freddie's fault, base. bro. You put Freddie yeah, in right you got, field. If it's a harder, I mean, a hey, defensive you put position. Freddie, you put Freddie in, in right, baby. <laughs> hey. Anything can happen. Anything is possible if you just believe. That's right. I mean, that's right. I, I, where's the stolen bases at? Oh, that's not up here. But I mean, I don't think Freddie Freeman has any stolen bases, probably. What? Yeah, 16. Yeah, 16 stolen bases, which is way you. more than I thought. And then Dude, 53 Freddy, for Freddie's got wheels. Freddie's got wheels, baby. I'm just saying. Freight train. He has, just, just, just in the same way last year, Judge had to have Ooh. way better numbers than Otani offensively to even be considered an MVP. That's what has to happen. Hey, whatever. David Peralta. Otani still should have won it, but go ahead. David Peralta, two ribby single right there. Dodgers up two nothing in the top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Fuck. God, this is just becoming so bad. This is this is coming really. I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. I guess we are just gonna go ham on the on the fucking Rangers. Um. Yeah. I guess. I guess we'll jump into next week and get start getting sad about next week. Hold on. I mean. I want to rain on your parade just a little rain bit on my more. parade, dude. I mean, while it's raining, let's fucking just go, dude. <clears throat> fucking the Dodgers drown also me in signed, 
what would have been the number one draft pick in the KBO, Young So Jong, for only $900,000, which mm. they freed up in international draft slot money by those trades with the White Sox. Shit. And I mean, he's only 19. So obviously, you know, he's a high schooler right. in Korea. Um, so he's years away, but he's just going to be another future superstar. I mean, the kid could have been the number one draft pick, but he decides, you know what? I want to go play for the Dodgers. Oh, I can see it now. Three, four, five years from now. Mm-hmm. And one, sorry, let, let me say two other things. <laughs> Before we just get into the week. In Sorry, I want to let you finish. I'm going to say 15 other things. Walker Bueller, Blake Trinan, both threw sim games today. Mm. Walker Bueller threw one inning. Blake Trinan, I don't know exactly. I would imagine he threw something very similar. They're both on the similar. aisle from injuring themselves in January 6th, right? That's the... I don't get this notion of Walker Bueller being some MAGA chud. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, you like trying it's very warranted, right. but Walker Bueller, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Listen, there's they're no hanging evidence. out together. It's it's called guilty by association. There's no Tyler. evidence. There's okay. plenty of evidence. He knows who Blake Trinan is. is. That's that who is he an is. erroneous, erroneous, erroneous <laughs> on both counts. Okay. Anywho, Walker is feeling good. He said he's gonna be on the mound for the Dodgers in September. So what he what said. What does his doctor him. say? That's what he said. Okay. <laughs> Fuck his doctor. <laughs> Fucking right. I'm a doctor. Anyways, he said he's going to be on the mound. He said, I don't know if it's going to be by September 1st or when, but it's going to be in September. And mm. Blake Trinan said he's pretty confident he'll be back this year, too. Dodgers are sitting pretty, baby. Kershaw's coming back. Hope maybe this weekend. I mean, Everyone can just stay healthy for the mm. next couple months for the fucking love of God. Please. <sighs> It'll look like, you know, the Lance Lynn trade may have been enough. Mm. And Ryan Yarbrough looked pretty good in San Diego as well. The little piggybacking they did. So we'll see. We'll see, brother. But. Everything is coming up roses for the Dodgers. Feels great. You're depressed. I love that. <laughs> this couldn't be happier. Must be fucking nice. Uh, because is. it is not getting better in San Francisco. Um, coming up. Because we got three coming up against the Rangers and three against the <laughs> Tampa Bay fucking Rays. And the Giants are not that great at home. So I'm not even sure what's... I, I, I mean, it would be great if we can go 500. If we lose a series and win a series, I would love that. That would be great. They do miss uh, Max Scherzer. So that's good news. They're going to be facing Gray, the Heen Dog, and Dan Dunning, who's actually having a very good year. Um, You know... I, I mean, that's the main story is obviously how, how good the Rangers are and how good the Rays are. Um, but it's obviously the first time that Boach is going to be coming back to Oracle since uh, coming out of retirement, which is kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird. 
it's a, it's it, it's a weird feel. I mean, it'd be good to like honor him and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure they're gonna have a big like video thing, and it's gonna be great. Um, I don't. Know, it's, it's just funny to me when you hear like the old heads talk about the Giants and in 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 Bochi and how Bochi was just on this magnificent run and everything was going great. And then Farhan stole the team and then made Gabe, Gabe Kapler manager and, and, and cut Bruce Bochy down in his prime. Like that's like the narrative that, that always gets pushed out in all reality. I mean, the giants teams, the last three years of his, uh, of, of him managing were not good. He was getting a lot of heat from just throwing out veterans, you know, not playing young guys. I mean, it, it's also, I, I think part of, um, you know, the Giants not having really developed any young guys, and maybe that was part of it. I don't know. I'm not a fucking player development specialist. So uh, it, it's just kind of funny to me. I think, I mean, there's no boat slander that's ever going to happen, um, and for really good fucking reason. Um, but it's just kind of funny how, like, the narrative from some people gets really changed. It, everyone was wanting to 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 move on to, like, a new way of thinking and and, you know, even these old heads that were, you know, uh, during that time, the last years of boats, they were talking about how the A's are so exciting, how they're just hitting home runs and walking. And then when the Giants started doing it and even being successful at it, it was, oh, it's so boring. And oh my God, and just complaining. So um, I just know that's going to happen all week. I know that really has nothing to do with what's going to happen, you know, during the games, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling it. I know it's what, that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So in a long story short, I hope the Giants go 500. That'd be great. If you can guarantee me 500, I'd be happy. Um, so that's what I'm hope for Tyler team 500. Let's go. Bummer. Um, I mean, really there should be no reason that the Dodgers don't sweep the Rockies. The Rockies are awful. Mm. They got even worse with the trade deadline with dealing their two best offensive players, arguably. Um, I mean, sweeping a team in a four game series is hard, no matter who you're playing. So realistically, you know, three and one would be great. So I'm, I'll say Dodgers go three and one. That would be fantastic. And then Milwaukee's coming in, you know, they're in a, super heated race right now for their division with Cincinnati and Chicago, which is, you know, a month ago, no one saw that coming. So Milwaukee, they need to be playing tough. So if Dodgers can take two of three, that would be fantastic. So I'm the Dodgers are rolling right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to say they ride the momentum. Dodgers go five and two. And we just keep this train rolling, baby. We just widen the gap a little bit more, that division lead, and just kind of put a stranglehold on it. Sounds terrible. Um, and I just got Giants fans do not look at the 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 schedule for the rest of the month. I just was curious on how long it would take us to play like a team that we should be beating. Um and I guess arguably the Reds could be because they're struggling. They're kind of dipping back down. But you don't play a sub-500 team, a team that's not in the race, till the Rockies come into town September 8th. So, 
Should be fun. Um, when you play the Rockies, are you playing them at home or on the road? Uh, we are playing them at home. Oh, and then we're okay. playing Milwaukee at home. All right, yeah. Fuck it's the me. It looks like of the season. Actually, <laughs> it looks like the Giants will probably be out of the NL race realistically um, by the end of the week. But I'm an optimistic guy, you know. Um, that's all I got for you. Um, yeah, that's. Hey, you know, eight games sad, back. Bill. Eight games back, middle of <laughs> August. It's it's dicey. September. It's the World Series DVD is going to start in the comeback of September. Oh, it's going to be great. What well, what was the whole thing for the last few years now? We're, we're com- coming, baby. We're coming. We're fucking coming, baby. Joey Bart's going to find his way onto the roster. Hit Damn right. 400. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Joey Bart's never going to see a major league field ever again. Heliot Ramos is, it just came up and he's going to go fucking insane, baby. I doubt it. How did Heliot Ramos come up when you have AJ Pollock? That makes no sense. AJ Pollock just won the IL. So that really? was our MVP. Yeah. <laughs> he played like three and a half games. He was actually hitting cleanup. Was it the first game in the Angels? I don't know. I think it was the first or second game in the Angels uh, uh, series. No, it was the first game because it was the game that I was at. So I mean, in all honesty, that's that's what everyone wants. What? Everyone, everyone wants Ramos on the roster anyways. Right, right, right. No, for sure. Um, I don't know. He's, he's, I mean, he's still really fucking young. I think he's like 23. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, he struggled a lot in AAA, struggled when he came up. There's always hope that, you know, a light bulb comes on or something just changes. And, you know, he could be the guy that, you know, that the prospect that was, uh, that was promised and prophecies all align. And the Giants have a, finally have a homegrown, um, all star outfielder. And it'd be, be amazing. Yeah. Um, just before we wrap up, I just want to mention, mm, mention the it. Dodgers trades, all of them. I know last week I was pissed, but boy, howdy are all of them doing very well. <laughs> Kike Hernandez is batting like three forty since he came over when he's not throwing it into the other team's dugout. Uh-huh. Okay. That happened once. Get over that it. That was one relax. time. <laughs> That's my first Asian. Anyways. Ahmed Rosario is figuring it out. He's transitioned to second base very nicely after never playing second base in his life. Mm. Joe Kelly is looking pretty damn good. And I can't believe I forgot to mention his little interaction with Fernando Tatis, which was just great. Yes. Well, here's a, one, one thing I just want to mention about it. People, I, I, I think I've heard a lot of narratives about why he said what he said, or maybe he didn't say what he said. Um, and I, I just feel like the obvious one has not been said. So I'm just going to really quick talk about it. Um, you know, people are saying maybe people are, players are still mad at him for doing steroids or whatever. Maybe that's true. I have, I don't know any players that are playing against them right now that will say that they are, or, you know, <laughs> whatever. But I think it's pretty obvious that when he threw one, I mean, it was kind of close to him. I don't think it was that close for him to fall down, get up and like stare at Joe Kelly the way he did. Right. And then when he struck him out and then he said, fucking, he said, fucking bitch or something like that. Right. That's, that effect, I think yeah. that's the obvious, the obvious thing is you over-exaggerated your fucking bitch. Like he's talking about that instance. I don't think he has anything to do with 
steroids or, you know, his perception in the league. It, it just seemed like in the heat of the moment was like, get up, you fucking bitch. You know, yeah, that, that's it. And the, the whole I, <coughs> the whole thing about, you know, you're, you're throwing at a guy's head on purpose, blah, blah, blah. Joe Kelly's not throwing at a guy's head on purpose. I don't, at least I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but let's not pretend that's not been his MO. I mean, it's not the did, first time. Did Well, but hold on. Did he come high and in on purpose? Absolutely. Of course. Right. Was I, he I, trying to said, hit him in the, in the mouth? No. No, in this instance, I, I don't think he was either, but I'm just, it's just funny to hear. I, I get what you're saying, but it's just funny to hear that said about Joe Kelly and not be like, well, come, let's not pretend that he's never, well, that's never he's, happened. I'm not to saying him. he is a saint. I'm just saying, <laughs> one, I feel like if Joe Kelly w- was going to throw at you on purpose, he, I don't think any major league pitcher is going to throw at someone's head on purpose. I, I just oh, I truly head? believe I, yeah I guess so I truly believe that because they know, <laughs> they know I mean I think there's definite times when players um you know, throw at other players on purpose you know and just trying to get like the back or something and you know of course then gets the head but yeah I think yeah, I, mean, I, I I I can't think of one instance where someone threw at the head on purpose yeah I can <clears> think of off the top of my head and then Lance Lynn Lance Lynn threw two starts. Has looked fantastic. Yeah, he's given up the long ball a little bit, but he's eating up innings, which the Dodgers so sorely need. And he's he's letting them put the ball in play, but giving up soft contact. I mean, you know, turns out Andrew Friedman knows what he's doing. <laughs> Andrew Fleesman, baby. So, what a bitch. You know, I will uh I won't speak ill of Andrew Fleisman ever again. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm well. One thing I won't ever do is talk negative about the Giants again because Brandon Crawford just singled in the ninth inning, baby. Which means if they win today's game, they're three and three for the week, and obviously means all the things are solved, and we're going to go on that, a World Series and we're going to take over the four first. Runs? What was that single worth? Four runs, or are they still down four uh, to one? Not necessarily. I mean, it, uh, I think it's. I think it's the, to get something started to score four runs. So, uh, oh, stay tuned. Okay. Well, you're not going to be able to stay tuned because <laughs> that that wraps it up for us this week. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> this episode was brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, whose fall candles will be out soon. When? In a couple weeks, probably. I don't know. They haven't announced it yet. Yes. But you'll Sponsors. be the first to find out. Sponsors give us money. We give such good promos. That was so good. If I wasn't buying a candle, now the fuck I am with that speech. Um, You're damn right. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And if the Giants do come back, take everything I said back. Uh, the opener and the bullpen games are the best thing that ever happened to baseball. And Farhan deserves to sit on a th- golden throne. Um, but if it doesn't, I meant everything I said what I said. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, we'll see you guys next week. But in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Benches Cleared P, Instagram, um, slash Benches Cleared Podcast, and TikTok, Benches Cleared. Look us up. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Blake Sable has a hit. 
we're coming back. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be fine. Giants fans were great. Jesus and we'll Christ. see you guys next week. Everything's great. World Series 2023. Yeah, it's that's not a hit, motherfucker. That's an error. Well, I'm not watching the game. Field, it's a fielder's choice error. Yeah, I, I'm not watching the game. All I saw was on the game day was no out. So I assumed it was a hit. Well, yeah, um, CJ Crone just threw the ball fucking five feet wide of second base. Yeah. Should have been a game ending double play. But was it though? No. Giants lost. We suck. They sure fucking do.